0: okay hello 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 listeners yes welcome welcome to FOH I'm Elaine Devane I'm Kelly Sullivan and it's a service industry podcast back to its bad old ways yes yeah, true on zoom which means that we're just doing this on zoom just just for fun just for funsies a preview um, yeah, a preview of what's to come for endless years. Just kidding. Just um, two. <laughs> um we'll see. Um. <clears throat> yeah, final dog days here in New York City of summer. Let it end. Put a bullet in the summer's brain, it's over. I know Almost. it is. It's a it's a lassie. It's a lassie. It's <laughs> Does Lassie get shot in the head or I might be thinking of old Yeller. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the one. I was like, that's fucked up. That's how <laughs> Wait, the show I ended. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, they killed Lassie. Yeah, no, that was it was very controversial at the time. <laughs> yeah. Kids weren't ready for it. It's um, sort of like the sound of music. Do you show Lassie being shot? Do you uh-huh. not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Um, <clears throat> Yes, when the Nazis came and the sound of music, they were like, we can't show that. Right. Um, well, Kelly, how are you? I'm, you know, we survived Henri. We survived Henri, we survived. which is, was a very fun, I mean, uh, I know people were devastated by this. Were they though? Rhode Island got hit. Rhode Island got hit. I haven't seen much. I, I mean, Nashville, I... was that, was Nashville Henri or No. Oh, no, you know what? No. We're not worldly women anymore. I don't, I don't know, know what's going on. Anyways, I love the charming name, I will say, so. <laughs> yeah, they should always for... have precocious foreign names for hurricanes. Yeah, you should always feel like you're screaming at kids you're nannying when you're talking <laughs> yeah, about a hurricane. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, oh, Penelope, no. <laughs> Dimitri, no, no. calm down. No, Angus. Stop running around, stop running no. around. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, um, yes, we survived and, uh, our big co story is that we were at a very fun wedding last week, which is why you all didn't get an episode because we were too busy living it up. Yeah. Upstate. Yeah. Yep. Very yeah. industry wedding. Like when you walked in, it was obviously like, uh, it was on a Tuesday. It was an industry wedding when you walked in like where they had the like programs and the fans and like as soon as you walk into the ceremony there was also just like a bucket of beers yeah, yeah. i was like yeah this is we're going we're going Drinks in thanks for the ceremony i was like that's classy yeah power move power, power move. move power move for sure um yeah it was so fun such a beautiful wedding um i will say uh rachel and nate best food i've ever had at a wedding oh yeah Yeah. Yeah, No shade to all the other gorgeous, lovely weddings I've been to, but it is an industry wedding, as you said. So it make it stands to reason. It would be shocking if it wasn't. Yeah. Great food. food. Sunday bar. Yeah. You know. It's great. Yeah. They had a Sunday bar. They had a Sunday bar. Um, never forget the (laughs) Sunday bar that I made you get for us, and then neither of us had a single bite. I know we really didn't, but it felt wrong to not. You can't. They were in the little glass cups. Yeah, you have to see a Sunday bar and then just like, peace out. You should have seen me by myself trying to figure out what toppings (laughs) to put on. I know because I was like, you you do whatever toppings you want. Lillian's like, I I couldn't. I choked. I was like, sprinkles. I like didn't know what to do. Yeah. Anyways, we muddled through somehow and we made it. (laughs) We made it. But it was very fun, and I will say that there was sort of the perfect um, celebrity there. Yes. Um, And that man's name is B.D. Wong. um, (laughs) Bum-bum. Dun-dun. Yes, Sir B.D. Wong was there. um, (laughs) Knighted. In all (laughs) (laughs) his regalia. He is, in fact, married to the bride's uncle, therefore is the bride's uncle. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking, I was like, you know, people don't say that's my blood uncle. Do you know what I mean? People don't say that. I, well, I don't think people say that's my blood uncle, but I think sometimes you say like, that's my aunt by marriage. She's my aunt by marriage. She's my... No? Okay. Do they? I do. I don't know. You do? hmm <sighs> Well, I don't discriminate like that, so. <laughs> so? Um, wow. You have a lot. Is COVID really COVID is back? But judging by the sirens and uh, yeah, God only knows. I don't know what's going on today. It's been like kind of persistent. Fire sale, maybe. Maybe yeah. a lot of end a lot of end of summer sales sure. back to school. People, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so B D Wong and his husband were there, and they were lovely. Uh, very stylish. Um, And I'm pretty sure we were the only people who knew who BD Wong is. I mean, do you think, because I was saying, like, it's almost, to me, that's the perfect level of celebrity, and every wedding should have someone of that level of celebrity. Where it's like, I was putting it in different group chats, letting people know, oh, you'll never believe who's at the wedding. And it got a lot of, like, reaction, but it's not like... You have to get a picture with him. Yeah, yeah, autograph. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It doesn't get weird. Like, yeah, we don't have to go up to him and be like, I'm such a big fan. Right. I mean, we are <laughs> BD, if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, we are. You know who was the perfect person to tell that story to was my own mother. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My mom was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, in her mind, it was like fucking... I don't know the celebrity equivalent, but she was like... Freaking out about yeah. it. Um, she was like Julia it might as a it might as well have been Julia Roberts at the wedding, the way she reacted. Yeah. Because so, like that's if Julia Roberts was at the wedding, it would have been completely overwhelming. Right. I would have gone right. up to her and said, let's talk about the whole let's talk about your filmography. And it's like, let's throw our, our heads back and laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's throw our heads back and laugh together, Julia. And but BD Wong, it's just like Oh, it's a wink to BD. Exactly. It's a taking, oh, I'm taking a selfie? No, uh-huh, i Yeah. No, We I'm took not. a lot of fake selfies. To get in the back. To get the BD goods. Um, yeah. Which was great. And everybody left him alone, including us, except me, for one moment. But I was being polite, so. Right. You didn't um, say, where's, where's Elliot Stabler? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and say, can I get your opinion on this disturbed child? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I, isn't he, like, the psychologist? Yeah. Like, the he's, of, yeah he's the mental health yeah, guy? Yeah, he is the mental right? health guy. Right? I should have gone up to him and be like, I've been really manic lately. <laughs> and I'm... Um, <clears throat> but they were very lovely, and we love them. And I can't wait to meet them again one day in uh, you know, less... Formal circumstances. Oh, I can't wait for Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, every holiday that we will be celebrating. All of the traditions that we both cherish. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Um, <clears throat> they said they loved, well, BD Wong's husband said he loved my outfit. And you know what? Enough for me. Yes. To live on for years. Absolutely. God bless. Uh, congrats, Rachel and Nate. Um, but yeah, great time. Nothing, nothing like bad happened. No, it was a great wedding. It was great. Nobody got, well, nobody, you and I, got too drunk, uh, I would say, and caused any sort of situation to occur. We danced. It was great. It was great. It was like, yeah, yeah. no, no feathers ruffled, really. And, you know, it was, I felt, Covid safe as far as, you know, it was like outside, you know, I mean, who yeah. knows these days, uh, you know, you had to be vaccinated to attend, you had to take a test, yada, yada. We all know that that isn't necessarily guarantee, but it felt as good as it can. You know, who fucking knows? Who knows? Man. Who knows? Um, yes. My service story for the week is somewhat related, which is that on Friday, I obviously was back at work and, you know. You know, when you take like one, like I only missed one of my regular shifts, but I was like, it's been years since I was back here. Right. Yeah. And one of my, as I was leaving, one of my favorite regulars who's appeared on this podcast before, the girl who left her phone while she was in Mexico. Yes. Her um, queen. Her queen. She was like walking by with her dog and she was like, oh, hi. Like, how are you? You know, whatever. We were saying hi, Hello. And she was like, yeah, we just got back from Michigan, her and the dog. Um, we were visiting my okay. parents. And she was like, you know, he's adjusting to like back on the city streets, walking around. Right. We both looked down. He is peeing on me. He raised his what? little leg. He's a corgi, so a very small leg. So peeing on your ankle. Yeah. Just And she was like, oh, my God, he never does that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> like I hope that's not a habitual behavior. She, a regular thing. She was like, "I'm so sorry." Like he never does that. And I was like, "Yeah, well, all right. So I'm gonna head out." Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> were you done with your shift? Yeah, it was like I was like leaving. On your what? you were leaving? But it was still. It's a. It really kind of under underlined that I was back at work. You know. Yeah. First day getting pissed. <laughs> yeah, I said. I had a beautiful wedding. I'm part of the cultural elite with B.D. Wong, <laughs> That little dog said, don't get any big ideas. Listen, sister, let's bring you back down to earth yeah. where you belong <laughs> in the fucking dirt. In the trenches. Uh, did you hose yourself? How do you clean up a dog piss? Situation? I just went okay. home and got in the shower. You didn't do it an immediate. No, I mean, I was just like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do about this. So I just was like, okay. Give me a, give me a picture of the footwear situation. It was, I was wearing shorts. So it wasn't like, if it had been like on, on my pant, like maybe I would have reacted differently, but I was just wearing shorts and clogs. And so I was just like, okay. And I went home and I, you know, washed off and wiped down the clogs. And I was like, okay, back, back at it again. I mean, the things we go, the things we carry, (laughs) the things we carry. (laughs) I mean, it was just so like, I was like, what am I going to do? Like go back into the bar and be like a dog just peed on me. I got to rinse my ankle. Like I was just like, I have to be away now. Did she offer to... I don't know what you offer. No, in that I mean, moment. really. I mean, she was just like, "I'm so sorry," and I was like, "That's okay." Like, I because I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know." This, it's, it's she, over. I mean, what do you say? Can I buy you a wet wipe? <laughs> I don't know what you say because you know you spill something on something. <laughs> you say, "I'll you pay for your dry treatment. dry cleaning bill." She said, "Can I dry clean your calzuros for <laughs> yeah, you?" Yeah. Can I go ahead and I'll toss those Psst. in my. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Was she apologetic enough, in your opinion? Yes, I do think so. And she also picked him... When when he did it, she picked him up. So, did she reprimand him? Yes. She picked him up so he couldn't pee anymore on the street. She was like, you've lost the privilege. Wow. And that's, a, that's a new one. I, it was very surprising. Jesus. Well... But it is, she has said, she's like, I usually don't bring him to the bar because he's very poorly behaved. And she was like, I don't like to bring him out. And so we just happened to run into each other on his walk, me leaving. Perfect storm. there uh, There are some things dog owners could do to sort of make sure their dogs aren't poorly behaved but you know what it's too much work it's too much trouble. Yeah. so forget it I forget i mentioned it <laughs> dog owners of new york city why don't you let your little fucking accessories run free it was truly crazy but you know i saw her yesterday and i said hey how are you she's still one of my faves i mean she sounds like chaotic good yeah i would say i would say so. okay all right well that's fine that's enough yeah <laughs> no dog yesterday so i said hey all is forgiven as long as i That's don't have the- to like look in my abuser's eyes ah! you know, whatever she'd be gaslighting <laughs> you if she brought that dog in <laughs> she'd be like look who it is look look who's here <laughs> um psychotic yeah um all right shall we shall we yes um I feel like it's uh, been a very uneven couple of weeks in the food media world. There's no, it's a, it's a, a rudderless ship. Yeah. What's going? What the fuck's going on? I made a note uh, in the news: uh, the the Nabisco strike, uh, comma man hates Indian food. (laughs) Yeah, true, true. (laughs) And then uh, just the restaurant vaccine mandate. That's 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 what we were taught that's what everyone's talking about. When does that start in New York City, by the way? Has it already started? It has, right? I think so. I think so. We were already doing it. So, yeah. I don't know when the official, but I will say someone called yesterday like called the bar and was like, "Are you guys checking for proof of vaccine?" And I was like, "Yes, but I also think everyone is." Like, I don't I was like, I... "Yeah." Yeah, I thought it was, like, the 16th or something weird like that. Yeah. But... I don't know. We got a new governor now. Who knows? And finally, a woman. A woman. She is going to lead with such empathy and care. I can't wait to have a woman governor. Um... Mm -hmm. fuck isn't it weird that cuomo is just straight up gone though sorry just real quick isn't it so weird it just happened yes it's very weird and also it's very weird that he did give two weeks notice um very strange yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah in the end yeah that he was like i will stop being governor in two weeks it's like shouldn't you just stop like if you're if you're resigning in disgrace you got to go right now. Because, you like, Nixon, he's like, I'm done at midnight tonight. Um, iconic exit. Yeah. Because Cuomo's not a humble man. I Nixon's a Quaker, famously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there's your answer about why. Yeah, um, Catholic Cuomo, Quaker, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cuomo, uh, I mean, it is just... Um, how I think I'm gonna put I'm gonna say less than I'm gonna say maybe twenty months. There's gonna be a really hastily thrown together um, uh, fictional TV movie. Twenty months is optimistic. I know it is. I know it is. No, it is. It's in production. Pre-production. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been greenlit. Somebody fucking took. 65 milligrams of Adderall and wrote that script the day it was announced. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to that. Dean Uh, Kane uh, is practicing his like (laughs) Cuomo New York accent. Right. There's three Columbia film school students just like having the night, uh, the night to themselves in their writers group. Yeah. All right. Anyways, New York politics aside, do we know what we're talking about? Not really. Um, well, uh, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so we are kind of, I mean, everything's related, is it not? So true. Kelly? So true. So if we pick two different articles, they are by nature related because everything, you know, butterfly effect. Yes. Essentially. essentially uh huh. Is uh-huh. what I'm trying to say. Does so that make sense? So. First off, um, there's a piece in Grub Street uh, by Mahira Rivers that said, Check, please, how New York's restaurants suddenly got so expensive and why that's probably for the best, which I feel like a lot of people shared Mm -hmm. and uh, is fairly interesting. Yes. And then this other piece is just interesting for, like, the kind of, Parts of it were truly jaw draw, dropping draw, to me. Yes. This is, these people who work from home have a secret, they have two jobs, by Rachel Feinzig in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. I do think that they go together nicely as uh, two sides of a degrading, fucked up coin. Yes. Like there's <laughs> something, there's some parody to them. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, which, you know, not to get constantly depressing on this, uh, podcast, but you know what, All um, right. these are the times we live in. Mm. So the first piece kind of gives, I think, a pretty simple breakdown of what's going on in the restaurant industry right now from, uh, the economic and like material standpoint of supply and demand, which sounds boring and it kind of is, but, um, essentially, obviously, When restaurants closed down There was an oversupply Now there's an undersupply Wholesale prices went up Uh, Things are There's certain ingredients you can't get Obviously labor is fucked So basically Restaurant prices are Going up Quite uh, A lot I would say I think they said like 1% a month Each month Right. Which is something like they were like it, that hasn't happened since like the seven. It's like something like the inflation, right? Hasn't that hasn't been. happened since you know Jimmy Carter was in the White okay. House, and we all yeah. remember how that went. Fucking peanut loser, peanut Anyways. loser. <laughs> They're taking hostages. <laughs> He's not doing a damn thing. Uh, um, um, that would be cool <laughs> if we just like came out as an anti-Carter podcast. 50 years after the fact. Habitat for humanity has caused more violence (laughs) in this country. Um, Anyways, but, uh, so, uh, so everyone's like restaurants and, and of course, everyone's like restaurants should be more expensive. Guess what? They should be more expensive. It's like, "Uh uh-huh. Um, but just like everything else, it's like, I'm not making any more money. Right. Like that was part of it too. (laughs) They were like, well, actually if you adjust for inflation, restaurants were cheaper pre-pandemic than they had been in like the 80s and yes. 90s yeah it's like okay but what are you what about the other it's that's not my only expense is like when right, I decide right. to have a bowl of pasta at a fancy restaurant like what about rent what about health care what about gas what about college what you know what I mean like yeah I mean basically they were saying that like prices restaurants were more expensive adjusted in like, right, like you said the 80s and 90s, which I thought was very interesting and I was like, oh and just like how clothes now are cheaper than they have ever been yeah, like, you know, and so it's that same thing where it's like obviously things have just gotten progressively more fucked for the bottom line and for the people who are uh, you know, producing these things Um, but it is really crazy to see it in these terms. I think it's very. I I thought this was a good like outline and framing for morons like me. Yes, for sure. And I do think like part of the supply chain piece of it is that like, and this article didn't touch on it, but what I was thinking is I'm like, I think so much of it too, like the disruptions aren't just supply and demand or even like truckers are, you know, allocating their labor in different places but i think that like so many of those warehouses especially during the pandemic and that the labor force and everything has been totally monopolized by amazon yeah and so it's like these smaller retailers even though like chef's warehouse is a huge retailer and then to supply like it's like if it, amazon has fucked up yeah the whole like it's like they're saying like the pandemic changed the supply chain but it's also like This fucking huge corporation has completely changed, like, the supply chain in the country. Yes. And the world. And the world. Here's what I have to say to that. Hack the planet. So true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Everybody listening? Um, And... I mean, I also didn't really answer my question of why food prices are. I, there's something they don't understand, and I guess I don't really want to. I'm like, why? are food I, yeah, food? I don't really. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, but you know what? I won't even ask that question because I don't want to know the answer particularly. I won't because I won't understand the answer. Do you know? Right, what I mean? Yes. I know the limitations of my own questions and answers here, which is really important. Absolutely I agree. Absolutely. To know <laughs> your to know your limits. Um. But also, I will say, of course, this uh, piece uh, did do the classic. Everyone who worked in a restaurant realized that it was degrading. I rem- that was a nice little I was like, oh, the the D word, thanks yes. for throwing that out. We have to have the D word when we throw it when we write about uh, the service industry. I do think like part of it too like the related to the second article, the like having two jobs like one of the people that they cited who obviously these are two work from home they're like theoretically full-time work from home like presumably like tech yeah yeah. tech related fields and one of the people that they were interviewing was like yeah my first job i got a second job because i was doing three to ten hours of work a week at your full-time job i'm like how is that not more degrading? The expectation no. that 40 hours of your fucking life can be, right, for three to 10 hours of work. Like that's way more degrading to me that like the, the expectation is that like, you would just, your one wild and precious life. No, I know it's, it's such a fucking waste. It's so depressing. It's beyond depressing. And it's like, that's never like categorized or labeled as like, or infrequently. Obviously there are like some people who, you know, do us us. and also, (laughs) you know, people who like advocate for a four day work week and they're like, this is really wrong that we do this. But it's like, how is that not degrading? No, this, so this, the, to toggle over to the wall street journal, worst (laughs) sentence I've ever said in my fucking life. Um, We're circling back to this article. We're circling back. Literally, though, guys, just real quick sidebar. I had to um, write or respond to, rather, a professional email this week, and I was like, I had to ask my friend who works in an office. I, like, screenshot the email, and I was like, what the fuck do I say to this? Because my entire life, no matter what job I've had, my professional email sent out to you know, the entire staff or whoever, I'm just like, what's up fucking idiots? You're cutting the lemons wrong again. I'll kill myself on the floor if I see it again. Do you know what I mean? Like that's my kind of job email. Mm -hmm. And so now I have to be like, I, you know, I have to, I have to switch it up. I mean, I know, you know, I know how to do it, but there's certain things that are like the protocol of like putting you two into, I'm like, I'm like, what do I do when someone puts me in, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. So anyways. It's gonna be a tough transition, uh, to a different kind of degradation. Um, anyways, so back to these fucking freaks who are working two jobs at once. Um, it's, this is a crazy piece. Yeah, it's really nuts. So these people are leading double lives, but like in the most boring way (laughs) possible. Their altar (laughs) is just them at a different job. Yeah, just them in a different Zoom meeting on a different computer. Um, So they're earning like $500,000 a year doing... So I think it kind of differed. Some people were saying, I have to work 100 hours a week. Some people were saying, "Mm, guess what? I still don't do any work work. at all. And I have two jobs. And I actually thought... There's a oh sorry, the um the website's called Overemployed. Mm-hmm. Um and it says started by two tech workers this spring, it aims to rally workers around the concept of stealthily holding multiple jobs, framing it as a way to wrest back control after decades of stalled wages for some and a pandemic that led to unpredictable layoffs. Uh, in theory, I mean I do kinda I do love this. I love this hack um yeah. idea. And it is, it's fucked because you're like, this is another thing where it's like, okay, all these people were saying like, I've worked for this company for, you know, 15 years. I'm not getting more money. I'm not guaranteed retirement. I'm not guaranteed a lifetime career. Like you, like you could, you know, fucking, I don't know how long ago, 20 or 30 years ago. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how time works and how old anyone is, but, um, So I'm like, this is, this is the solution is to like fucking trick your bosses and scam them for money, which obviously I love, but of course, of course. Yeah. Um, I love it, but I'm also like that blows that you have to do that. Um, it's really crazy. Like one woman was like, I hired an assistant to be able to. Have her kind of like supervise me switching throughout the day between the two jobs. The web of lies. The web of lies is amazing. But also then there was one guy who was like, Yeah, my wife just had a baby. I work a hundred hours a week. And he's like, I keep thinking I'm gonna stop, but then the paycheck hits, and I really and I'm like, this is like the madness. That is again like the madness and the degradation. I'm like. It's a paycheck, and you have a child. Like, you're spending 100 hours a week on your computer when there is, like, a n- newborn human in your house that you could be, like, holding. It's really fucking dark. Like, whoa, that's fucked up. Like, your brain has yeah. to be so fucked up. Yes. And clearly, yes, all of these people are. Um, I, I love... Uh, I I just love that they have all of these tips that are just like, (laughs) don't, it's the tips are so funny and they're like, here are the excuses you make when you have a double booked Zoom meeting. Here are, here's a class. And it's like, well, I just got to put my head down and focus. I can't be in a meeting, which is like awesome and true. And it's like, these meetings are useless. We all have friends who are office jobs. Perhaps some of you listening have office jobs. You know, what you do is bullshit. You know how much time you waste. It's like what who d- nobody's kidding themselves anymore and so I bet I love it I do hope that like there's it starts to like spread to like the cracks of like um, <laughs> like the Tesla bot for example that also came out mm. this week that like someone will just be so overworked two jobs three jobs whatever and they're like okay guys this isn't real okay let's move on let's scrap the whole project yeah because the Tesla bot. That's not real. It's never gonna happen. So self-driving, no, not a real thing. No, didn't work. Come on, keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, I would love that too. The complete disillusionment would be great if everyone (laughs) could get on the same page. Because so many of the tips are like, they're like people, meetings are fake. We don't need to have meetings. You just tell people, I don't wanna go to that meeting. And they're like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. That's cool. And then also people were saying like, hey, why am I giving all of myself to this job when they literally don't care about me and there's no guarantee of any sort of like uh, reward or encouragement or progression? It's like, yep. Yeah. And that is truly like, I mean, food service workers know. Like that's been... Like we all know people who've worked two and three jobs and we all know people. And I think food service workers, like you know... Obviously, there's the rhetoric of we're all a family here, but I think you know instinctively that it's, like, this job is until they feel like firing me or I fuck up or whatever. And it's, like, I love that mentality being adopted by other industries. It's yeah. just like, whatever. And then, like, oh, what's go- what are they going to do? Fire me? Great. Okay. Yeah. I'll get another one in a second. Welcome back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Welcome to welcome the, to hell the welcome to hell motherfuckers uh the precarity the the you know the stunning precarity it, it's you know we love we hate we exist in a liminal space here and uh, you're welcome to it yeah. you know um and uh yeah i mean it's true though like start i mean bottom line start treating your jobs as disposable as they're treating you because it's yes. like Bye-bye. And also, like, you can make a million. In the age of fucking... I just almost said in the age of Photoshop. True. By the way. Which we are. In the booming age of Photoshop, you can lie about anything. True. You can make any... You can social media fake your way. I mean, every you can make a completely new identity. Don't worry about it. Like, that's all doable. So it's like, just fake everything. Who cares? None of it's real. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, you know, hey, if your food costs are going up, you got to work two jobs, you're like, these people don't care about me. They don't care if I live or die. Just like I don't care if these chickens live or die. I'm eating (laughs) them. Whatever. I don't know. Just trying to link it all together. Yeah, no. I mean, the thing is that – having two jobs in the service industry which I think both of us have done yeah. um fucking sucks because you actually are there for the entire time for both physically obviously it's not the same thing you can be um you not doing your job in the service industry uh makes everyone very upset <laughs> so yeah, it's like, a different sorry I'm at my bandwidth today <laughs> I gotta put my head down I can't really do glassware right now Um, I'm thinking about a different menu item So it's more important That takes precedence So Um, Yeah, working two jobs in the service industry Fucking sucks And so many people do it And it's just I'm like, whoa, that sucks The fucking schedules The switch-ups and like vibe And like the rules And like it fucking blows it also is like it's not like oh i have different identities at restaurants but obviously like each restaurant is its own yeah that was part of this article that they didn't really touch on and that i would have loved to have talked about how it impacted like how these people interact with the world and what they're spending this money on Mm. and like i mean not that everything has to come back to restaurants but it's like has it made them more because that's the other thing about having two jobs in the service industry is like it almost becomes a wash because then you have like one day off a week and you're like, I'm going, I'm taking myself out to a $300 dinner. I'm getting a facial. I'm buying eight pairs of new shoes. Yeah. Like you go crazy. Yeah. But so it would have been interesting to me to hear like, are, are they, are their lives more luxurious in other ways or are they, is it all, whatever. Well, I think they, I mean, they briefly said like, somebody even bought an engagement ring yeah. and a car. I'm like, okay, the, everybody buys that stuff. <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? Are there, like... I mean, to me, these are people who are, like, I have to make this amount of money so that I can, like, buy a house and put my kids through college. Yeah. Like, it's, like, those kind of people... Yes, it's a little that's more, who like it is. linear. Yeah, and it's, like, I have these, like, life milestones that I have to hit. I have to have four times my salary in my bank account by the time whatever the yeah, fuck is yeah. the rule that nobody fucking actually has yeah, but yeah I, I mean these people are using this money in the most boring ways I, is what it I it is it's like so like okay so now you're making <sighs> half a million dollars a year and you're just like like what does that do for you? if I was making 500,000 remote- dollars a year it'd be fun it would be I would be everybody's favorite person are you kidding me? We'd be in Puerto B. Rico Wong, right now. BD Wong would be calling me up, fucking every week. <laughs> yes. Me Honestly. and BD would be best <laughs> friends. BD Wong also sort of served as the moral compass for the wedding, where <laughs> we would be like, <laughs> 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 "Real?" We would be like, "Would you say that in front of BD <laughs> Wong?" Are you going to do that in front of BD? You kiss BD with that mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was so stately, Mm -hmm. you know? He was really Mm. composed. He was. He really was. Unshake, unflappable. Unflappable. I think both of us are quite flappable. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. The most flapped. Yeah. But people like that. People like people. You know, it's uh, every. It's fun for people. Right? Oh yeah, I think so. I mean, it's 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 high camp. Is what it is. <laughs> I mean, ever you can get a you can get a rise out of me with a single glance. Yeah. You know, so people and people and that's a great thing about my personality. Um. Anyways. Any final <laughs> thoughts here? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess just, uh, you know, work, work smarter, not harder, everybody. True. True. No, that doesn't apply to, uh, manual labor, but, um, <laughs> um, but having two jobs is like, I mean, get yours, but it is, it is, I find it incredibly stressful and I don't like it. No, it sucks. It sucks. Cause like, I mean... For those of us who don't want our job to be our entire identity, to add a second, it's like too, it's too much taking over of your... It also is just like the social aspect of it. Like we're both extroverts. It's really hard to not, it's like, make, it truly does fracture you. Like you're like, who am I? My, yeah. my, my IRL friends, these work friends, these work friends. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa if you can do it more power to you but Mm -mm. i'm not i'm not strong enough no i am not one of (laughs) your strongest soldiers god another reminder that i'm not one of your strongest (laughs) soldiers please stop literally immediately five days a week and having a mental breakdown five days is too much two jobs is two jobs too many (laughs) it's it's too much don't work at all um Well, final thoughts. Um, We have one more episode for you this month of August. Yes. Um, And then, just a reminder, and then no regular episodes throughout September. Um, We will be releasing um, some Patreon episodes during that time for our patrons. And um, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, I think so. Lillian is going back to school, and I am turning 28. Yep, 28 years old, famous 28-year-old Kelly Sullivan. Thank you so much. And what's no, I don't think we have any new patrons. No, I don't believe so. No new patrons. um, And review, rate, and subscribe. Keep telling people, keep listening to this podcast if you think that's appropriate. Um, And uh, yeah, we've got a culture club coming out soon all the good stuff for our for our dear patrons uh, yes newsletter this week fuck right yes newsletter (laughs) and uh Um, yeah all the good stuff always for you and uh thank you as always for listening love you love you bye. bye. bye